Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Today is Monday, March 13th. It's Spencer's birthday. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today we're going to take on the subject that I've kind of been hinting at for the last couple days because I've been kind of dying to dive into it, but I haven't had time. And that is this discussion that's happening in the culture right now about the movie Beauty and the Beast. So we're going to we're going to dig into that today and talk a little bit about what God says and maybe why we're struggling so much as Christians over whether or not we should take our kids to see the movie. I don't see a whole lot of difference between this and the controversy over Target and all those kinds of things. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about why I think they tie in and why I think that Christian parents need to be having this discussion. But before I do, I just want to say thank you, thank you. Okay, I am laughing hysterically. So, so far I've gotten two uh, Kiss Me, I Voted for Trump t-shirts in the mail because last week... On my birthday, or I guess two weeks ago on my birthday, I just joked, you know, I need a Kiss Me I Voted for Trump shirt uh, for my birthday present. And two readers have taken it upon themselves to send that to me for my birthday. And I I seriously laugh so hard because I live, as you guys well know, in a very liberal part of the country. And I think I might get shot if if I wore the shirt in public. But they're so cute. So I wore one the other day. I woke up in the morning. It's pretty cute. Wendy sent me one. And I you know, wore it when I was doing my little workout. And I got a phone call from a friend of mine, sort of impromptu. And she said, hey, do you want to come down and meet me for coffee? And I thought, that'll be great. I haven't really had a break for a little while. And I thought this will be so fun. Well, I forgot to change out of that shirt. I pull up to the coffee shop. No, it wasn't Starbucks. I know that's what everybody's going to be asking me. I pull up to my favorite coffee shop. It's called Battlegrounds with an S. Uh, where I live. And I started to walk in and I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. You know, I forgot. I forgot. I don't want to fight with people, you know, really. Um, I make, you know, my, I wear my opinions and my beliefs about the Lord and the scripture on my, on my sleeve. And so everybody pretty much knows what I think, but I don't literally do that. (laughs) So when I go out in the public, I'm not, I don't want to pick a fight with anybody. And I told my friend, you know, I had sitting down to have lunch with her. I was like, I wore my jacket because I'm so freaked out that people are going to see the shirt and mad. I don't want to make, you know, random people that I don't even know mad at me for no reason in a coffee shop. And then I was coming home from the post office, went to check our mail from the ministry. And sure enough, there was another shirt. And so now my kids are like, man, now you now we have to get like, you know, me and my oldest daughter or me and my mother-in-law, we got to go out and just wear these shirts. So my point in telling you that is I am appreciating uh, my the listeners. I appreciate all of you. Several of you have asked how you can get a hold of me. And our uh, our mailing address is P.O. Box 460, Battleground, Washington, 98604. If you didn't catch that, just replay it. You can catch it again. And we love to get cards and letters, obviously, and T-shirts. <laughs> The mail. So that really did make my day. So if you are listening, you know who you are and you sent me those t-shirts, it, it it was actually just fun encouragement. And I love to get cards in the mail and I've loved to hear from you. So if you're encouraged by this podcast and you want to drop us a note, we'd love to hear from you. PO Box 460, Battleground, Washington, 98604. If you have a podcast idea, we would also love to hear from you. Podcast at the busy mom. Dot com. So thanks, everybody, for uh, your encouragement. We really appreciate it. Um, I want to tell you also, I'm going to be leaving in a couple of days. So today's Monday, but I'm going to be leaving on uh, Wednesday. 
for the MACH convention in Manitoba. So I will be in Winnipeg. So I'm heading on up to Canada. I'm going to try to put my uh, Canadian on. Eh? That's what I'm going to be doing this weekend. Really looking forward to that. I'll be the keynote speaker there. And then the following weekend, I'll come home for a couple days, and then I'm going to head off to Indianapolis for IAHE, which I'm also very much looking forward to. This is the beginning of my speaking season, and I would love to meet you. I love it when uh, podcast listeners come up to my husband and I at the booth, and they say something like, a moment of silence you know, for, for getting to talk to you in real life instead of listening on the radio. So we're looking forward to that. I hope that you'll check that out. I am linking back to those events today. So if you're wondering where that's going to be, check it out. You can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. All right. So there is this this thing that's come up. I don't know why things can't be easy anymore. Do you guys ever feel like things aren't easy? You know, like you can't just watch a children's cartoon anymore without feeling like there's some sort of major controversy. Well, guess what? Newsflash, that's the truth. (laughs) You can't just watch a cartoon anymore because everybody's got to make some sort of a political or social message. And we had it actually on our calendar uh, to take our kids to see the movie Beauty and the Beast, which the, the film is premiering this Friday, March 17th in theaters everywhere. We saw my kids, my daughters and I actually saw the uh, the trailer for it. And I was like, this is going to be so much fun. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to take my kids. Uh, Disney's highly anticipated Beauty and the Beast um, is opening. Our kids are excited. The film is directed uh, by... A gentleman who uh, has is well known. His name is Bill Condon, and he's well known in the gay community. It stars Dan Stevens, Emma Watson, Luke Evans, uh, Ewan McGregor, and Josh Gad. And so there's a big hullabaloo uh, that's been swirling around Beauty and the Beast because of a character by the name of LeFou, who is Gaston's or Gaston. I don't know how you say that. His sidekick, who is played by Josh. Well, the director of the film, Bill Condon, is openly gay, and he chose openly gay actors for two male characters. So first is Gaston, which is played by Luke Evans, and the next one is Cogsworth, which you guys might remember from the original animated version of Beauty and the Beast, who is a butler slash a a clock, right? And that's Ian McKellen. And so uh, this is the same person. So I kind of want to, I'm going to dive into this a little bit because I think it's important. The director, Bill Condon is the same person who directed the offensive movie Kinsey, which was released in 2004, which endorsed homosexuality and virtually all other sexual sins uh, with really what can only be described as uh, deceptive, I think, uh, deceptive claims. And so I started thinking, you know, who is the filmmaker that's behind the new remake of Beauty and the Beast. I think it's important. You know, we need to be looking as parents, especially, what is, what are we supporting with our money? What are we telling our kids that we support? And you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. The Lord has been really, I feel pretty personally convicted about a lot of things over the last 20 years of my life that I've supported either with my money or you know, by movies that I've gone to see or things I've supported that in hindsight, I was like, shoot fire, you know, uh, why did I do that? So I think it's important to kind of understand who is behind what. After all, I guarantee you that's happening in the Christian community. If a Christian puts out a movie or a book or a documentary, people are going to, they're going to want to know who put that out. They're going to, they're going to, uh, 
do their research. So Condon emerged a few years ago um, on a series of made-for-TV thrillers, including Murder, which came out in 1991, which starred one of my favorite actors, uh, Pierce Brosnan. And this earned the dude uh, an Edgar Award for their screenplay, right? So he went and did a bunch of things after that. In 2004, this is this is how I know him. In 2004, he directed a film by the name of Kinsey, which chronicled the life of a controversial sex researcher named Alfred Kinsey. In the New York Times, A.O. Scott wrote, quote, Bill Condon's smart, stirring film has a lot to say on the subject of sex, which it treats with sobriety, sensitivity, and a welcome measure of humor. He continued, I can't think of another movie that has dealt with sex so knowledgeably and at the same time made the pursuit of knowledge seem so sexy. There are some explicit images and provocative scenes, but it is your intellect that is most likely to be aroused. Mr. Condon's great achievement is to turn Kinsey's complicated and controversial career into a grand intellectual drama. A moment of silence for turning something complicated and controversial like uh, every hundred different ways to have sex into a grand intellectual drama. Wow. So later on, uh, Condon went on to write the screenplay uh, for the movie Dream Girls, which was an adaptation of the acclaimed Broadway musical of the same name that was based on a musical group called, you guys will know this, The Supremes. That came out in 2006. And then uh, he went on to do The Twilight Saga uh, by Stephanie Meyer. And uh, now he is doing the live action film adaptation for the animated 1991 film, Beauty and the Beast. So now you can kind of see where the guy is coming from. So so his, uh, really, what he is acclaimed for is the movie Kinsey, which, I mean, we didn't watch that. My husband, I haven't haven't seen it. I read enough about it to go, whoa, you know, that's not for us. And so here's what I want to... And we'll talk about uh, what, well, actually, I'm just going to go ahead and do that now. Well, I'll I'll talk about why there's so much controversy swirling around uh, what's happening in the movie Beauty and the Beast. First of all, I was really surprised to see Disney take such a nosedive, right? Uh, They basically took, you know, a swan dive off a cliff on this one because they allowed their director, Bill Condon, to get out and basically say, um, this is this has an openly gay moment in it. Now, keep in mind, this movie, Beauty and the Beast, is directed to and marketed for children. Marketed for children. And the film director told Attitude Magazine recently that there would, quote, be an exclusively gay moment, end quote, in the film, to which Josh Gad, who portrays uh, this character, tweeted that he was, quote, beyond proud of, end quote to portray Disney's first openly gay character. This is so interesting to me because Howard Ashman, who was a lyricist for the original animated film and was also gay, joined the film's production team. And right before he joined the production team, he was diagnosed with AIDS. And according to Ashton, he saw the beast as the curse that was placed on him as a metaphor for AIDS. And he died from complications from AIDS just before the musical was released. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on behind the scenes here. And uh, Disney is saying, openly saying, this is their this is a very overt message, more overt than a usual uh, Disney film, and openly admitted. And even the press is saying that the film is a quote watershed moment for Disney. 
and as, and it sends a clear message that homosexuality is normal and acceptable. So some people are saying, you know what, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but the question is not what's right for the culture. And there, here's what I want you to understand. And I only have a few minutes left, and we'll pick this up again on Wednesday. But the question is not what's right for the culture. The question needs to be what is right for the children of God? What is right for us as parents who are shepherding our children? The Bible is very clear about not following the world's standards. So instead of conforming to the world's standards, we are called to be set apart from the world's standards. Third uh, uh, John 1.11 says, Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Anyone who does what is good is from God. Anyone who does what is evil has not seen God. Psalm 101 verse 3, I will set before my eyes no vile thing. The deeds of faithless men I hate, they will not cling to me. Galatians 5, 19 through 21, the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And Ephesians 5, verse 4, no, nor should there be any obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. And I, I, I've been thinking about this because as I told you at the beginning of the podcast, I think what the Lord has been doing in my life in the last several years has been to say, what am I uh watching? What am I giving lip service to that I know my heart isn't pleasing to the Lord? You know, my grandmother used to say to me, you know, Heidi, would you watch this? Would you listen to this? If the Lord Jesus was sitting next to you, if he was next to you in the theater, if he was sitting next to you in your living room, would you watch it? And or would I invite my children to watch it? And here's what is so troubling to me about this and what I think parents need to understand. When we allow, I think it would have been a different thing. If Disney would have released this movie and not said anything, a whole bunch of us would have missed it. Absolutely true. Like someone said to me, you wouldn't have seen it if they hadn't pointed out. You're absolutely right. Here's the thing. They did point it out. They've pointed it out. They're proud of it. They want you to know that this is what they're doing. And because we are in possession of that knowledge, because we know that they are pushing this agenda, that they are trying to make what God says sin as normal and acceptable, uh, that is a very big hurdle for Christian parents. And it's it's a hurdle that my husband and I have decided we are not going to jump over. Uh, it's the same reason that we don't, uh, we're not going to watch uh, movies with our kids that we know are um, promoting a message that God says is sin, because God says that we are as Christians to actively pursue what is right. And so when I come back uh, on Wednesday, I'm going to continue this discussion just a little bit more because I, and I'm linking back to several things in the podcast today. So go ahead and go to the show notes at Heidi St. John forward slash uh, podcast. And you can download the show notes, and um, I'm linking to People Magazine, to uh, to um, a couple of Christian movie reviews, but also to secular ones, so that you can see this is not, you know, um, Christian hysteria. This is something that Disney has openly admitted to. They're proud of it, and I I think Christian parents need to ask the question: Are we pursuing what is right? Colossians three verses one to four says: Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you, he died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear 
with him in glory. And Colossians 2, verse 6, just a little bit farther uh, ahead in, in the book of Colossians says, so then just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him. And even though uh, we are surrounded by worldliness, the Bible says we do not have to live as the world. We are to be salt and light. And that doesn't mean we have to be a jerk, but I wonder, does that mean that we don't uh, promote and we don't endorse and we don't uh, give of our money to things that we know are promoting something that God says is sin? So once we have that knowledge, it's a game changer. All right. And that's really the point today. So God says that we're supposed to set our minds on things to bob. I'm going to end today with Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. That is the challenge that we have as Christian parents today, to live as salt and light in a world that needs Jesus. Something to think about on this Monday. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.